Hello, welcome to Business by the Spirit podcast. My name is Chika Ibuzo. On today's edition, I will be teaching on what I have titled the five thought patterns that ensure business success. While I was studying the book of Daniel, I learned something about the conditioning of the mind. Further study of some successful entrepreneurs better opened my eyes to what I want to share with you today. Let's start by taking a look at Daniel chapter 3 from verse 4 to 7. It says, Then an herald cried aloud, To you is commanded, O people, nations and languages, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, sultry, dosima, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning fairy furnace. Therefore at that time, when all the people seven, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. From that scripture, you will notice that the king, through his decree, conditioned the mind of everyone in his kingdom to act in a certain way, following certain organized actions or external stimulus. In this case, the sound of a harp, trumpet, or whatever signal designated to remind the people of the time of worship. What I'm trying to bring out here is that your mind, if exposed to a particular information, can tilt your thought pattern, which in turn will produce certain outcomes without you even knowing it. So the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2 that we should not be conformed to this world. Let's take a look at Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Romans 12 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In other words, you can learn positive thought patterns. The Bible in that scripture we just read said, do not be conformed to the thought pattern of the world. Let your mind be transformed. The word of God is a viable tool for mind transformation. You can learn thought patterns that will benefit you and also benefit your business. In the same manner, unproductive and unfruitful thought patterns can be discarded also. Because as you interact with your environment, you get to pick up some thought patterns that might not be beneficial to your destiny. What I'll be sharing with you today are thought patterns that I have seen from careful study of some successful entrepreneurs around the world. So the first thought pattern that produces success in business is flexibility. You have to be flexible and open to new ideas. Flexibility gives room for innovation. People who are flexible in their dealings understand the need and the importance of, feed, of feedback. Successful businesses and entrepreneurs stay ahead 
by riding on the back of feedback gotten from data and sometimes direct contact with all level of stakeholders in their industry, including their staff. Feedback might be hard to swallow sometimes. The key is not to take it personal and also you should have the long-term good of your business in mind. Most times, it is good to adopt what I call the bad eye view. That is, try to divorce yourself from your own idea and look at it from the perspective of an outsider. A rigid person, a person who is not flexible, will miss out on new ideas. A rigid person will also miss out on God's nudgings and also knowingly or unknowingly stifle innovation and frustrates creative people. Let us take a look at what Jesus himself said about this kind of person, I mean a rigid person. Let's take a look at Mark chapter 2 from verse 22. Mark 2.22 It says, And no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine doth bust the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles will be mad, but new wine must be put into new bottles. In those days, people put wine in goat skin, and since wine ferments, the goat skin needed to be fresh so it doesn't burst if the wine ferments and begins to expand. Meanwhile, the old goat skin, which must have expanded to its limit, will not expand any further if the new wine ferments and begins to expand, thereby making the goat skin to, to break, to burst. But for the old wine skin to be able to contain new wine, they normally soak it in oil to soften it and make it more flexible again, so it looks like a new wine skin for it to be able to contain new wine. My advice is that you always keep your wine skin, which is your mind, fresh and ready to receive new ideas. The second thought pattern is a thought pattern that has limited entrepreneurs and businesses that have achieved a level of success. When people get successful to a certain level or when they achieve their goals, they tend to relax in their comfort zone. That is a limiting thought pattern. When you relax in your comfort zone, you blind yourself, you cripple your mind from searching for and seeing new opportunities. There was an experiment by a man called B.F. Skinner. He put rats in a closed box and created a lever that would open the box for food to drop. For some time, the, the rats ran around the box looking for food until they mistakenly hit that lever which dropped food for them. From then on, they ran to the lever and hit it whenever they wanted food and they got hungry. They stopped looking for other ways of getting food or even escaping. They even did not try to chew open the box. That is how most of us are. When you choose to relax in your comfort zone, you're like that rat. Be like Caleb in the book of Joshua chapter 14 verse 6 to 12. Caleb was 85 years old and he still was willing to go and take the land that was promised him by Moses. Joshua chapter 14 from verse 6 to 12. He was 85 years old. He was 40 years when he was promised the land. 45 years later, Caleb still did not feel 
disadvantaged or incapacitated by age. He did not relax that he was comfortable at a particular level. He still wanted to achieve more. He still wanted to do more. Always push yourself to meet a higher goal after you might have attained the goals you have set for yourself. Number three is that you have to possess an uplifting mental picture about yourself. Let's take a look at Numbers chapter 13 from verse 33. Numbers 13, 33. It says, And they brought up an evil report. Now, Moses had sent out 12 spies to go and spy out a land that God had promised them. And they came back. So here's what happened. 33. And they brought out an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. 34 says, And there we saw giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our sights as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. I like to read that again. And we were in our sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. In other words, they saw themselves as, as grasshoppers, and those who they went to spy out saw them as grasshoppers. The way you see yourself or your business is the way people will take or see you. Your mental picture, you have to understand this, your mental picture is always a fulfilling prophecy of your destiny. Let's read Proverbs chapter 23 from verse 7. It says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's why the scripture wants us in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 to be careful of what we think. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, specifically reading from the New Living Translation, says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Your thoughts are a product of your environment. The information available to you and the quality of relationships you keep. Your thoughts are projected by your words, which ultimately creates your reality. You cannot think failure and poverty and then expect to be successful and rich. God will never hand over anything of importance to you unless you begin to process or build a better perspective of yourself in line with his word. You can reorganize your thought process with the word of God by first of all understanding who you are in Christ, understanding the way God sees you, and also understanding what he says about you and your situation or business. You also have to accept what the scripture says about you and then align your mind to see yourself that way despite what is happening around you. Let us also take a look at Joshua chapter 1 from verse 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then shalt thou make thyself prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. According to the scripture, 
constantly focusing on the word of God, declaring it, and imagining yourself in the light of what it says about you will give you a mindset of success which eventually will materialize in your life. I will be teaching on the power of imagination and meditation and how it can affect the outcome of our lives as the Holy Spirit permits me. The fourth thought pattern you have to embrace as an entrepreneur is you have to build a mindset, a thought pattern that sees problems and obstacles as growth opportunities. In my podcast titled The Beauty of Hardship, how to turn problems to profit. I taught extensively on the benefits of every storm that comes your way. You can get the podcast. In that podcast, I taught that every problem carries a blessing and an opportunity for growth, expansion, and advancement. I want to quickly add that successful businesses have mastered the art of picking fish, seashells, or even sand from every storm they encounter. They do not come out empty. They take a stand to sail every storm and look out for the hidden benefits. It takes a calm and positive mind to see light in darkness. Listen to that podcast. It's titled The Beauty of Hardship, How to Turn Problems to Profit. You will understand what I am talking about. Lastly, I would like us to take a look at 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. I'll share some concepts from this scripture. It says, according as his divine power, reading from the King James, had given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Some other versions Put it that God has given us a rich supply of virtue and excellence. I want to quickly touch on these two important concepts, virtue and excellence. What is virtue? I love the way one of my mentors puts it. He defines virtue as the measure of your closeness to the character of Christ. That is, the extent of your conformity to the image of Christ. This should be the goal of every Christian, to be like Christ. How then can you measure the degree of your conformity to the image of Christ? I'll show you in 2 Peter chapter 1 from verse 6 to 8 and in Galatians 5.22 to 23. Let us take a look at Galatians 5.22 to 23 first. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. 25 says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So I just listed the fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit are an outward display of the degree of your conformity to the image of Christ. Based on what we have just read, are you conforming to the image of Christ? What values do you stand for? What values does your business stand for? Are you honest in your dealing with men? Finally, let's take a look at excellence. Excellence is a mindset that makes a person carry out tasks or handle responsibilities in an exceptional 
and a stand outstanding way. Your conformity to the image of Christ exposes you to the spirit of excellence. If you carry the spirit of excellence, it will show in the way you attend to your customers. It will be seen in the way you package your products, in the way you present them to your customers. The display of thoughtfulness, kindness, are some examples. They flow from an excellent mind. I want to add that excellence does not stand in a vacuum. You should study other successful businesses to take note of the culture of excellence they promote and you can customize what you have gotten from your study, your research to suit your unique offerings, to suit your environment, to suit your culture. I'll have to stop here. I talked about the five thought patterns that ensure business success and I listed them. I said, you have to be flexible. You have to open yourself to new ideas. I talked about virtue being the degree of your conformity to the image of Christ. I talked about the values your business stands for. I spoke about pushing yourself, not relaxing in your comfort zone. I also talked about possessing an uplifting mental picture about yourself. I shared with you on the spirit of excellence and how it can be displayed in your product or service offering, then I said you must see every problem and obstacle as growth opportunities. Thank you for your time. But before I go, I would like to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everyone that has spent time to listen to today's podcast. I ask that you bless them. Open their minds to see what to do and how to do it. Give them wisdom as they apply this teaching to their lives and to their businesses. Let them see results in the mighty name of Jesus. And perhaps you've not given your life to Christ. I'd like you to say this prayer after me. Just say, Father, I thank you for this wonderful opportunity to come before your throne of grace. I ask for mercy. I believe in my heart that Christ died for me and resurrected for my sake. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come dwell in me. I forsake sin today and I declare in the name of Jesus that I will live to promote the kingdom of God. Congratulations. If you've just said this prayer, please send me a message. I want to get to know you. You can reach me on Facebook. You can reach me on Twitter. You can reach me on Instagram with the handle at Chika Ebuzo. At Chika Ebuzo across all social media platforms. I'll leave you with this saying. Love is a requirement for every business that wants to succeed. Love your customers enough to want to always look out for their well-being and seek out for better ways to serve them. Let love lead you every day as you engage in the business world. Thank you for your time once again. Until I come your way, same time next week, my name is Chika Ebuzo. Bye-bye.